from the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant, um, <laughs> I wasn't quite ready. Very pleasant good morning to you. Uh, it's good afternoon now. It's about uh, 1.30 here Central Time. And this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Hi there, Patrick Timpone. We're streaming live, and we also have our little audio thing going. So if you're watching this, maybe sometime during over the holidays, I mean, who knows? It's just the 20th of December, and uh, we're taking some time off until the first of the year when Adam Bergstrom will be here on, I guess it's uh, January 3rd. I guess we could look at the calendar. I think it's about the 3rd. But anyway, um, Adam will be here the first of the year. It's always fun having him on the, you know, because he's, he's a fun guy to have on. Anyway, so we're going to take some time off, and uh, it looks like it's the, uh, yeah, the third. Take some time off between now and the, uh, the first of the year. So we thought we'd just hang out for a little bit with you on this uh, Monday afternoon, oh, before we do our little vacay and uh, talk to you and communicate, do some emails, and if you'd like to come on and say hi and whatever, do it. 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but we'll go through some of the things on the news and just kind of, you know, just kind of, you know what I mean. Yeah, just kind of, you know, just kind of go through some things. Well, I hope you can have a fun holiday season and get to see some folks. And it's a great time to visit family and friends and probably don't need to wear your mask or anything. Oh, Fauci is just crazy, isn't he? God love him. Dear Patrick, uh, would you please share info on Sean's investment into the cryptocurrency as soon as possible? Enjoy your time off. From Andrew, I will, and uh, we'll make sure that that we'll do that. Uh, we got a few emails of people that want to want to get involved in that. We're not real sure exactly how this is all going to work, but Sean's a cool guy, and uh, he's very careful with his investments and does a lot of research. I mean, he's really hardcore, and and uh, it's probably not a good idea, but. Uh, I'm just going to go with uh, if he goes in we're going to we'll put a few a few bucks in there and uh, the idea is that he's found some people that are uh, crypto nerds and that you can get in for a uh, not a great deal anybody I think it's 100 bucks or something and as they trade and make money or lose money that you're in on their deal and they get a little I don't know how it works but um uh, it might be a fun thing to get involved in if, uh, um, you know, if you want to just get your feet wet with crypto nerds, crypto nerds. Here's a phone call. Good morning. Who's this? Yahoo! I was waiting for you, girl. I mean, I tell you what, you, you heard me. <laughs> I've, been trying to, I've been trying to catch you, too. Just, uh, just hadn't worked out till now. How are you? Well, I have the greatest batch of uh, bagels in my freezer. Oh, thank you so much. 
and your scones. Did you like your scones? I haven't. I haven't did the scone thing yet. No. Okay. So what's, a, sure what's a scone? Like, what's a scone different? A, a scone is just um, it's just, it's sort of like a um, shortbread in a way. Ah. Yeah, look. you know a scone, but it's just with the high corn flour and butter and sugar wow. and cream. Whoa. Cream. It has whole whipping cream in it. Yeah. Whoa! So uh, they're frozen. <laughs> they're frozen now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna probably heat them up a little bit. Yeah. Put it, it like I do it in the oven 350 for about 10 minutes. So I want it to be a little crunchy. Hmm. Tell and people. With, tell people who are new to us what einkorn flour is. Tell them about that. I einkorn flour is. Um, ancient wheat so it's flour that has not been messed with and it's very old and they just have not messed with it whatever they do to flour when they mess with it <laughs> and right. so the and also the gluten it's a wetter flour it, it's wetter and the gluten is different so people that are gluten sensitive tend to be able to eat this bread and have no problem yeah um I don't think if you're gluten intolerant, you, you probably can't eat it. But but many, many people that are gluten sensitive and can't eat regular bread, they do use icorn flour and they can eat it. And that's why the lady that we buy it from, she's not here with us anymore, but their company, she was in search of a flour that she could make for her child who was gluten sensitive. Yeah. And that's what she found, and yep. then they started growing, and it's just the best ever. The best ever. <laughs> yeah, God love her. I sure miss her. You know, I, I knew Carla for a lot that's of years. Bad. She's such a sweet girl, boy. Get me crying here. Yeah, <laughs> Don't get me crying. <laughs> oh, I know. I was so shocked, and she went young. Oh, I know. She was young. Yeah. Yeah. She was. She got the... So sad. Well, you know. What are you going to do, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Cancer, you know. Um, well, I still support them, though, and... Oh, yeah. Um, nice little company. I ordered some, uh, some olive oil from them. They have the new batch coming out any day now from the fall batch. Oh, man. I should get some. It's absolutely amazing. I've gotten it before. Yeah. So what they do is they, I guess they harvest the olives in, what, November? October, November? I don't know that. Yeah. And you can get, you can get the yeah. new batch. You can actually order the new batch of the olive oil. Cool. I know. Pretty They're cool. Fresh. Do you yeah. use olive oil? Do you like it? Yeah. You know, I do. I love it. And I, and I, but I, I haven't been using it lately as, not much, really. I guess I'm just a butter kind of girl. Because um, mm -hmm. uh, I guess what I'm eating right now is mostly just the old thing of butter in there. <laughs> but I love olive oil. Oh. Um, and I even put it on my skin. You know, um, I've been putting Andre's seed oils on my skin. Oh, the hemp oil? The hemp? I no, I've been, I do it all. Right now I'm doing flax oil on my skin. Wow. I am so soft in my skin. Is it's that right? loving it. The veins, yes, the veins in my legs are gone. All different things are Wait a minute. Whoa, happening. Whoa, wait, slow down a second. You're rubbing Andreas yep. flax oil on your legs and the veins are disappearing? 
Well, I mean, I don't know if that's the one that's done it because I do, I use the sunflower oil. I use the black cumin seed oil on my body. I do the black sesame seed oil. I use it all. Yeah. I take a sip and then I rub it on my body. <laughs> I just ordered. I just ordered three more. I, uh, have you tried the uh, milk thistle oil from Andreas? Whoa! The milk. Yes, yes, yes. I have that. And he said they said that bone is very concentrated, and that you need very little. But they say that's very good for your skin too. But it's a smaller bottle. I try to. Yeah. I use that sparingly. Yeah. Yeah. I love his oils, boy. I I, I'm doing them all the time now. Yeah. I, Every time I turn around, I do a different teaspoon of an oil. <laughs> well, and the one that really makes a difference for me is the one in the tincture that's the, it's called, it starts with a K, but I think it's sesame oil, the type of sesame oil. No, I think uh, coriander, oh, what you're thinking. Coriander? No? no, I had that too. The other one. Uh, kava kava? No? no? Yeah, 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 that one. Kava kava? That's a type of, uh, yes, well, is that it? Well, it's uh, uh, anyway, I can feel uh, it really. It's supposed to be a calming thing. I remember, yeah, I kava kava. Like, that's eh. right. Yeah, the kava kava is the calming that's thing. That's really, that's really, and I do it in the morning, and it, it gives me energy. It's really special. On. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, he's got it going on. I don't know how he figures this out, but he showed me his whole, um, the one we had him on the air. After the show, he got his camera and went all around his his place there, um, wherever he is. I don't know where where is he. Where is he? Anyway, it's really quite an operation, boy. You figured out how to smash these seeds without any kind of uh, heat, or or very little heat or very little friction, so they're not oxidized. It's pretty cool. It's very cool, and it does amazing for your skin yeah. too. Any of them. I yeah. think any of them, because like, I'm, I'm low, and flax was the last one I had. I was like, okay, let's try you, buddy. And, uh, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> and inside and out, too, but right? You take really them internal and also on your skin. Yeah. Yeah, but the flaxseed is kind of, I don't take it in. I, right. I, I get it every time, and I, I do take it internally, but usually I like to take that one with, like, kind of cheese or something because it's kind of stinky to me, kind of a... I don't know. It's just got a weird taste. It's got a weird kind of fish smell or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I, I, it's not as easy to just take a sip. I don't like it as much, but man, I really like it on my body. It's smooth. Smooth. I'm as smooth as a baby's ass. Let me tell you. <laughs> smooth, smooth as a baby butt. So I'm going to try me. I don't think I put the flax on my, on my skin. I'll have to do that. I hadn't never done it either till now, and I'm liking it. I'm I went to work for my friend, you know, the garden hoe, and yeah. did some work. Mm -hmm. And um, my girlfriend, well, first her husband was sick, because when I got there, and then that night she was like, uh, Chuck has a head cold. I'm like, oh, darn. And so then I'm like, I'm staying away from his ass. And then, <laughs> um, then you know, I was there for like three days. The next, not the next day, but the next day, she's like, damn it, I got it. And I'm like, oh, no. And so then she got a head cold. And then I'll be damned if I I, well, I knew I could feel it. And I said to myself, I mean, I was like, okay, body, no, 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 you're you're not going to get it, you know. Uh, but uh, damn it, if I didn't get it, I got it. Uh, you know, and other things were going on, but it's interesting, you know, that the whole germ there and all that. So I'm just, just want to share that. 
Yeah, um, well, I, I, you know, my, my theory is that you just got the little juice to, to detox. So it's a good thing. I don't think you catch anything. But you know me, I'm not a germ person. I know, and me neither. After you know, I was listening to everybody right. and everything, and I'm, I'm, it makes sense to me. But then I do know that through my life, I have been around. I do, you do get sick, and if it's just energetically, well, I'm, I'm, I believe that. You know, I, sure. I think our bodies talk to each other all the time. So, I mean, that must be it. But uh but I did, and I have gotten, I have done that many times. You yeah. know, been around somebody else, and then I be like, damn it, I got it. You know. <laughs> well, I think it is energetically, and, uh, and that's how they believe. Even the the, the measles kids they go to these parties but uh, Lanka and all these people are arguing even Ray Pete that you don't catch any measles germ you just kind of get the mojo when the kids get together you know energetically and they say now's a good time to do it so have a party do it yeah, yeah I think that's yeah. the way it happens and actually Ray Pete just said that that every moment of our life we are giving off these exosomes and viruses and DNA and we're sharing it with everybody all the time. Isn't that cool? 24-7. I believe it, yeah. Why do we think that we're so separate? I mean, we're, you know. We're just not. I, I, I believe it. <laughs> That's right. Because we're not, I know. <laughs> we're, we're just not. Just not. I know. And it's just like when you can go into a room and, you know, feel the energy. And if somebody's now, we used to have this one lady that worked for um, us that, she was so negative. I mean, I would just dread going in the office. She was just had this horrible negative energy, and I would try my best to, <laughs> to try to turn it around. And oh my God! So some people can just suck the energy out of you and <laughs> suck the life right out of you. Just want, <laughs> yeah, man. They just want to be nasty, and in this nasty big ball of nastiness, you're just like God. But yeah, I, you know, so I think it's that kind of a thing, you know, you, we're, we're, we can feel it, we can sense it, you know, so why yeah. can't we, when we do little, yeah. No doubt about it, no doubt about it. So how you doing, girl, like you, how's your, how's your little home sale going? Anything happening? No, people are looking at it, but nothing, nothing on a contract yet. Mm-hmm. So which is fine, like I said, if it doesn't sell. I love my little place. I keep thinking, where the hell am I going to go? <laughs> what do they, what do they say when they come like, look? Do they like it? No, I mean, this is through the real estate guy, because, you know, the house is as is. Um, he said he's had some requests and blah, 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 but nobody's, um, nobody's They come by and see it, like, like builders, um, they just come by and see it. I don't even know they're there. They just walk by and look at it. And um, so it hadn't been. And thank goodness it hadn't been a thing. Like I have to show the house or anything. Uh, thank goodness. There's no way I'd do that. Yeah. I mean, I I would be. I would be. So I'm thrilled that it's this way. Um, and you know now. More things are happening for me in this area as far as work and everything. My goodness, the garden hoe is busy, so. <laughs> <laughs> Good to be a garden you know. hoe, you know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of work to She's a busy girl. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. People have money in this area because I keep, every time I get a new job, I go up on my price. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll pay it. I'm like, damn, why did I start so damn, low? <laughs> it took me so long to get there, yeah. Well. That's how we learn. That's great. 
What are you going to do the holidays? Are you going to stick around and be a garden hoe? I am. I'm working on my yard. I'm going to make it beautiful. Can it just be, I just want to make it a beautiful little amazing oasis and people come and just go, oh, oh my God, you're so good. What are you doing? <laughs> so I do, but I never, because I'm working on everybody else's yard. I don't have time to work on mine. Um, so I'm going to, and if the weather's nice, I'm going to work on mine. But I got my ryegrass out. Um, so it's all green and pretty. Um, but I need to do, I want to get some bulbs, and I hadn't done that, and I'm getting late. It's late, but I don't care. I'll come and get some. Hmm. Plant bulbs everywhere. Oh, that's That's fun. always so fun. Yeah. You know, yeah, spring, all these cute little things start popping up. So it's fun. <laughs> Flowers, they make you so happy. They make you so happy. So are we going to do a, like a retail store of Bagels by Bridget, BBB or anything? No, probably not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Um, but I'll just sell them to a few fun people. Um, but yeah, good. And you got your little bread and you got, so try your scone, man. Try the scone tomorrow with coffee. I will. And heat that baby up. Woo-wee. Woo-wee. So, so what kind of bread did you plain, send? You know? What kind of bread did you, was it, what kind did you send bread to? The bread you have is, uh, okay. I don't is remember, it? does it say ciabatta? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Ciabatta. Yeah, a ciabatta. So, I, it, yeah, unless I put half and half on there, then that means it's just whole white flour. Mm-hmm. Not whole grain, but I'm also doing like half and half, which is half white, half whole grain. Um, and then I do just a regular whole grain, which I think is lovely. I gave that to you last time. I gave you about half of each. Yeah. Did you? Could you tell the difference that the one was whole wheat, whole grain, and yeah, one was I like I that. That was kind of like my least favorite was that whole the real heavier, and it didn't it didn't store as well. You know, it wanted to kind of fall apart and get real dry. But so I think now are you putting it in the freezer? Yeah. Okay. So it fell apart. Well, but I had it a pretty long time. I had a pretty long time. It fell apart after I put it in the freezer to the fridge. Yeah, it only lasts like three to five to seven days in the fridge, mm. which is amazing. Which is interesting. Now it'll get, but that's why I freeze it because it does. I maybe because it hadn't been messed with, and that's why it doesn't last too long. They don't last. They start to get hard, right? Or crumbly, yeah. or like you said, yeah. So that's why. If you're just going to eat, you know, maybe if you take out a half and you think I'm only going to eat half of a half, then cut it cut in that. half and freeze that, freeze it back. Right. Yeah. Because uh, it just does go bad after about three days. Yeah. But not the white as much, though, yeah. right? The white, not as much. All of it. All of it. Does it always all, do that? All of it. Do, uh, the bagels don't seem to do it, though, do they? They don't go that quick, do they? Well, you're freezing them, and I just freeze them and then take one out of the freezer, so yeah. I don't ever. That's right. Just keep that's them what out. I do. Yeah. I think I yeah. hold the world's record of how much butter I can get on a half a bagel. I don't know. I don't know now. No, you don't know. You may. <laughs> All right, we we have to compare someday. Remember, I, <laughs> I'm this dripping in my hand kind of butter, you know. <laughs> Oh, God. 
Bridget makes these bagels she sends in. Then we slice them in half, put them in a toaster, and then you put gobs of butter, and then I do the organic, like cherry jelly or whatever preserves on the top of that and have that little puppy before oh, yeah. bed. Oh, come on. Forget about it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Do you do cream cheese? You're not a cream cheese? No, I don't. I, I don't cream cheese? No, I've never done the cream cheese on them. I guess I should try. Well, I'll put a little bit on with that jelly, with that butter and that jelly and cream <laughs> cheese. Woo! <laughs> and then I guess you could put some of the smoked salmon on there, too, like uh, people do, right? And that's a whole bagel cream cheese thing. Yeah, and I'm not big on that. No. I don't like salmon and cream cheese. I mean, I guess I would, but with the little capers every once in a while, but that's never been. I know some people, yeah, some people really love it. Isn't that um, what they do, like, up in, I, up I in New York? Like don't they do that up in the northwest? Oh, yeah. Bagel, yeah, yeah, cream yeah. cheese, That's and yeah, and salmon? Smoked salmon, locks, yeah, and some capers, uh-huh. They call it yeah. lox, right? Lox and bagels, but it's just smoked salmon. Yeah. 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 What are you going to do? So you're going to just be, uh, work on your screenplay and hide out? Yeah, the, uh, I hang out with a friend of mine who's in Australia, He's a great filmmaker, good friend of mine. We become very close, and he read my screenplay front to back very carefully about a week ago, and uh, not too many people do that. You know, most people just scan it, you know. But uh, so he had some really interesting ideas of how to restructure the whole thing. And <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm going to do that. So I said, because I, you know, he really kind of peaked me, yeah, and I've been thinking about it, so I know how to do it, so I'm going to do it. I've got two weeks, and I think I'm just going to not restructure the whole thing. Fun, exciting. I know. You know what, Bridge? I, I, I am so, I'm the happiest ever when I'm working on that screenplay. Isn't that interesting after all these years? Oh, that yeah. made my stomach feel so good. That's uh, so cool. Isn't that cool? It's exciting. You're going to be a movie star. <laughs> <laughs> or a movie maker star. Movie maker. You're going to be movie makers. Movie makers. Maker famous. You're going to be... No. That's so exciting. And I can't wait to see it. And hurry up and get it done so we can all see it and make you okay. a, a movie star, a movie maker. Uh, movie maker, star. thing maker, thing maker. Yeah, yeah no, but I'm so glad you love it so much. I mean, that, and that's the thing with me about helping people in their yard. Right. I'm so happy. I'm like, why do I love this so much? And <laughs> why hadn't I figured this out? But so, yeah, it's interesting. You but really I'm so like, happy for you. You really like story. doing it, huh? You really... When you're there, you really get into it. I do. It. Yeah. I went. I went to this one, one of my lady's houses, and she had uh, she had lost one of her little dogs, and it was really hard for her. And um, so there's a couple weeks that you know she's like, ah, I don't want you to come over, just stay away. <laughs> yeah, what that kind of thing. And so when I did finally could get over there, her place was just oh my god, just a wreck. And, mm. um, so man, by the end of the day, I had it looking so pretty and cleaned up and. And we needed and 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 all the all the old you know plants were dying, so pulled out all the brown and took out the outside. I'm gonna get all brown away from here, you know, because she's been sad and oh my god, they're so happy. They she just has written me. She said we cannot believe how 
you've just made our we are just having the best time it, you know it just makes you feel good yeah to walk out and your yard is beautiful and 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 it's trimmed up and and it's kind of and you know raked up and it just makes you feel so good and then yeah. isn't it and it's nice to really help people to feel happy that's great yes mm. and i'm that yes that fills me up when i know that I, people yeah and and they they just love it it's all like it's, it's wonderful i'm on my, i'm go, driving right now to go pick up a old antique bench that this one little lady i work for uh she said i want a bench out there and i was like I was like, well, let's call it Facebook Marketplace, and bang, if we didn't find one, and I'm going to pick it up for her, and so she'll have, and I got her a little bird bath, and so she had a little bird bath with a little bench, um, and she's so cute, she's an 80-something-year-old lady, and she um, was an interior decorator, and she doesn't like anything new-looking, <laughs> she's like, you know, spray it, spray it green, or she wants it to look green and moldy, and she loves that, and her, her house is just ferns and and creeping fig crawling up the house, and she's just so cute. She doesn't want anything new looking, you know. She's like, you know, she wants it to look old and dirty and crickety. Hmm. She said, so this this bitch is, is just old and crickety, and it's perfect. She's like, that's it. And I was like, oh my god, there it is. So so cute. So I'm driving an hour and half down the road go get this dang thing <laughs> isn't that great well that's fun you know <laughs> it is fun beats working for a living it you know what I mean well yeah I mean it beats doing a job that you that you dread right going to I used to hate to go to some jobs I'd just be like oh, I don't want to go you know and then you'd be like try to be a big girl and pull your panties up and <laughs> make yourself do it but then when you, you do something you're just like I can't believe that I can make this better best money ever I've ever made and have fun and what am I doing I'm raking and mowing and pulling weeds and planting flowers <laughs> yeah. are you still doing the the uh what do you call that when people stay at your place? What do they call it? Yeah. Oh, Airbnb. Yeah, yes. but um, but nobody's there right now. It's a you know no. Who wants to come to the beach now? Oh, well, you know. And it's great to have my house to myself for a while. But um, I am open for business. Whoever wants to come, come on. Um, we can have a good time, even though it's kind of cold and rainy outside. <laughs> I was going to ask you, what's the weather but, like there in in the Panhandle? What's it like? Well, we just started getting some rain. They've been calling for rain for like three or four days, and we haven't got anything. But it just the temperature dropped yesterday. It's dropping, and we have just this light little sprinkle going on right now. Um, and uh, it's getting cold. Mm -hmm. I hate it. It was, what, two days ago it was 70, and oh, the best weather there ever. It was just perfect. You know, and then I guess we got to do this winter thing for a little bit, but not... Uh, you know, we think, uh, I'm in a, we're in a good place. It's not, it doesn't last long. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now we're at the end of, we're in December, and, and then uh, January, February, March is spring break here. Holy moly. Holy like, moly. Here they come. Mark. Isn't that crazy? They go mostly yeah, down south, though, do don't it. they? The, the kids mostly south? South what Florida? Do you mean? Mostly down in South Florida. Who? Spring the break? Yeah, the kids. Oh, no, man, this place is, this place is, oh my goodness, it's, uh, 
wide open. It is like, you know, people wall to wall. Really? You can't even get down the road. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's like this is our little sanctuary time right now because it's quiet, you know. So but the weather it, uh, warms up enough so the, the college kids go down there, even that far north, even... Oh, oh, you're saying, oh, I'm so, well, yeah, I mean, spring break is spring break, right? So, I mean, I guess if if people looked at the weather before they booked, but I think people are booked. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you know, my Airbnb always has been a last minute thing when people book it. But, um, I mean, we are so, I mean, they just, they just put in a sidewalk in front of my, you know, so it used to be trees in front of my house. So they took away the trees and put in the sidewalk. <laughs> You know the song, um, and you know this is real bike friendly. So there's a sidewalk everywhere. So people ride bikes everywhere. So it's those so bikes and people pulling their kids and kids riding bikes. And I mean it's dangerous. Thank goodness our little roads. You can only go 25 or 30 miles an hour at the most on this one strip of road because when all the tourists are there. Man, you got to be careful. You can run over a kid, man. I mean, it's just... <laughs> run over a kid, man. Just, you know, so many people. You got to be careful. They're just everywhere. You know, and everybody's excited, and it's the beach, and then, you you know, people got the partiers, and it's like, hey! You know, the beach makes everybody happy, and it does, you know? And one time we heard some good group of kids riding down the road, and they're like, we made it! <laughs> <laughs> We made it. I was just so happy to be there, you know. <laughs> so uh, it's, uh, no, we, we're very popular uh, at spring break. Spring break is the beginning of our season. We're just like, okay, here we go. I can remember when it's, we were it's kids. Fun, you know. <laughs> when we were kids, we they had this um, this very popular movie, Where the Boys Are. Remember that? Where the what are? Where the boys are. Uh, no, I don't. Tell yeah. me more. Well, it was just it was just a very popular movie, but this is long ago before you. You're just a kid, and uh, it was all about <laughs> Fort Lauderdale, and all the girls went down there because where the boys are, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. And now I'm sure Miami in that area is absolutely very popular. Oh, you're yeah. right. It is colder where I'm at. It, it, it does stay colder longer, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, but we've never had a problem of a ton of, a, a ton too many people here at spring break. Yeah. yeah. It's never been an issue. They come anyway, right? They don't care. They don't know. They think beach warm, we're gone. <laughs> That's right. What are they, they? They've been to college, you know, it's not like they're smart, you know. Just kidding. Right. And then, you know, they're out there with their bikinis on and it's cold. Is it, you know, everybody else is wrapped up with their scarves <laughs> and their mittens and, uh, you know, these little, <laughs> you know, trying to get their sunshine. Get their, uh, so, uh, well, in different years, it's different ways, you know, but I, like, I want to think about last year. Um, I think it got pretty nice pretty quick that it wasn't too miserably cold. But then some years it can be so cold. It can, because it's such a wet cold, right? Yeah. <clears throat> we're on the beach, and it's a wet cold, so it's like it can go through you. Um, it's not a dry cold. It's a wet cold. Well, I can, <laughs> I can recall in its, uh, what was it? It was like 60, I don't know. I was I lived in Pensacola when I was in the Navy in um, 
I guess it was 66 or 67, and uh, we lived off base for a while on a trailer. You know, on a trailer, a few of us, before we moved out. And oh, lived. yeah. And man, I tell you what, there were, t- there were times when we <laughs> were really cold. I mean, I'm talking, you know, phew. Oh, yeah. It does get I mean, it's a wet cold. Yeah. Goes right through you. I go to Colorado to see my sister, and it and it's like minus something, and it's like so dry. You're like, God, it doesn't even feel like it's doesn't minus. Doesn't feel like it, yeah. Here, you know, uh-uh. But yeah, ours is like 28 degrees. It's like, God, it's cold. <laughs> yeah, I lived in Boulder for a while in the early 80s, oh, six months, and uh, we people would go out, and there was two feet of snow, and they'd be sitting out in like little sweatshirts and drinking coffee out, out there, you know, with the sun. The sun was so, uh, um, so bright. Warm. Know? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I've been spring skiing out there and been out there in the spring, and, and yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's different. It's so interesting because it can be so cold here, and it's just kind of miserable cold, and out there, it's lovely. You know, it's dry and lovely and fluffy and fun and not too cold for some reason. It gets cold, but that dry cold is different. Um, well, <laughs> well, you have fun. Wish, uh, yes, sir. You too. Very Merry Christmas to you and Happy New Year. Merry Christmas have to fun you. Being a, have fun being a, a, a amazing screenplay writer and, and making a movie and we're all we're all gonna watch it and and you're gonna be a happy happy camper i think my my, i think my movie's gonna be a pg too i mean the way it's going it's great oh man you're not gonna put any x in there (laughs) any no any rx i think so i don't don't see i don't think so Uh, it gets the that gets the people to come in, you know. Yeah, well, you know. Show a little skin, little skin somewhere or something, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I think you should bring back the old time of necking. Maybe, maybe one of the presidents could be necking with somebody. Well, it's funny <laughs> you mention that because uh, of, uh, I, there's one line in there. It's about after after this traumatic thing that they go through, the president and his girlfriend. You know, she's really scared. She says, well, what do you think we should do? And he said, well, you know, I don't know. I just think we should just um, just go home and I'll cook you some pasta and probably some, some necking is in order. And she goes, <laughs> and she goes, necking, what, how old are you? Anyway, necking, nobody uses that word anymore. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's a greedy to get back into it. Why not? <laughs> ne- yeah. Necking's great, boy. What are you going to do? Okay, girly, you have fun. Hope you find a boy to neck with down there. Hey, man, you never know. <laughs> I'm open. I'm going to be going dancing a couple nights here, and we'll just see. You see, you cut one out of the herd. That's right. There you go. Just cut one out of yeah. the Yeah. Yeah. Okay, girl, I love you. Thanks for everything. Thanks for your support. I really, really appreciate it. Take care, sweetie. Bye bye. Enjoy. Bye. It's my good friend Bridge. She's in Florida, as you can hear, and she uh, keeps me 
stocked up with uh, Einkorn products and bagels and scones. I don't know about stones. Scones. Was that Neil Diamond? Scones will play? No, stones. Scones. Well, I'm going to probably call up on my brothers and sisters over the holidays too and chatted up with them. I have um, two brothers and four sisters, Italian Catholics, you know. So, you know how that goes. You know how that goes. Well, um, let's see. We'll do a few emails, and if you'd like to be on the show, you can. You too can call the number Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com email. OneRadioNetwork.com. So what we what we talk a, a, a great deal about here is our, our kind of brand takes a long time to get young. As you can see on the screen here. And um, we don't really, we don't have an issue about getting old if you have to, but if you don't need to, there's no reason to until you're ready to uh, to check out, you know, and leave. Our theory is, and our experience is that there's just no reason for the body to age like uh, we have been tricked into believing that it happens. Because it doesn't have to. And it only does, very simply, is because we believe it does. Uh, Dr. Massey and I talked about it this morning. Uh, folks around the interweb, people like, um, mm, who's the biology of belief guy? He's pretty cool. Bruce Lipton. I don't think he, he puts forth as clearly as we do, but he's, he's on it and he's been on it for years. There's just no, no doubt about, very simple, very simple, if uh, if we look, our experience, if we look at the at the who we are as soul, right, and the mind, and then the the mind and the brain thing are kind of put together, the mind being the software and the brain being the hardware. Doctor Massey talked about it, so it's kind of the brain is just a computer, but it's all with light beams. So when we believe a, a thought like, oh, when I'm 60, I got to look like this. Oh, when I'm 60, I'm not going to be able to run as fast. Or when I'm 60, I, this is going to happen. You know, people have over the parties and all this stuff. And they just talk themselves in. And every time they think these things and believe them to be true, and I'm not criticizing them, it's just that they haven't been, they don't know what we know, is then they, their body ages because the body does exactly, exactly what we believe it's going to do. 
And this is where all diseases come from. So if we're afraid of dying or afraid of germs, or if we get afraid of government or afraid of, I don't know, afraid of something, anything, that, that thought is, it's a hologram, and that thought is in every molecule of the body at that moment. Now here's the cool part, and if you really get this and you have a secret, that's not really a secret, but we've never been taught. When we get to the point where we say, you know, I don't think, you know, I don't think an asteroid's gonna hit me, really. I thought, no, I don't think, you know, I'm just gonna, no. I believed for a long time that we we're gonna hit by an asteroid at any moment, and that fear, or that angst, or whatever that would be, is in the body, and that could cause all kinds of things, and will cause all kinds of things. Just that idea. I know it seems weird. Why God would set it up like this? Well, you have to talk to her. Him, her, it. But as soon as you and I, as soul, we see this idea, and we say, no, that's, you know what? That's weird, there's no asteroid going to hit me. Come on. It's gone. It's gone. Now, that thought of worry or angst about an asteroid hitting or an elephant sitting on our house, oftentimes, if it's there long enough and I'm not, it's above my pay grade to know exactly time and all that. It, it, can, it does damage tissue in the body. So when it's in there, worried about your house payment or our house payment, whatever it is, it damages it, the tissues in the body. Does that make sense? It actually damages the tissue, which causes disease. If, if we don't allow the tissue to heal, And so when we are in meditation or contemplation and we say, you know what, I, I'm looking at this and I can see that this fear of an asteroid hitting any day has just been made up and there's no, there's no reason to believe that's going to happen. So I think I can just not believe that anymore. When that happens, that moment, and it will happen with everything, that we believe to be true, everything that's not true, everything from a spherical earth to the gym theory, our terrorists will kill us at any moment, or whatever, nuclear weapons, whatever the fear de jour is, in that moment when we come to the realization that it's not real, then that's when the body heals. So the tissues will begin to heal when we release the energy. And this is what uh, German healing, what do they call it now, German, Germanic healing medicine is about. And Melissa Sell, who will be here the first week of January, will talk about. This is when the healing starts. So this is where you could have pain. This is where you could have the flu. This is where we could have a cold. 
This is where we could have a strep throat. This is where we could... But it's only happening when the body is healing. Not until. So when we carry these strange ideas that aren't true, that are is energetic, and it happens in the breast for breast cancer, the ovaries for whatever it lands, fear lands in the kidney, anger lands in the liver, you know, that kind of thing. It'll stay there as long as we don't realize that it's not what we believe to be true. And if it stays there long enough, we could go to the doctor and he'll say, oh, you have cancer. But if we believe that, then we believe that there are some weird entity called cancer that's trying to kill us when it's not like that at all, in my opinion. It's just not. The body has developed these damaged tissues and will actually encapsulate these damaged tissues into a tumor. But as we realize that what that we've created this by just stinking thinking, we like to call it, the body will then start to heal and get rid of it all. The damaged tissue will come out. It's got to come out because it'll start. And this is where things like even candida, uh, albicons will come in and eat up damaged tissue. This is where bacteria will eat up damaged tissue. This is what bacteria are there for. This is where viruses, which are in the body, they're not outside, will eat up damaged tissue. This is why we are full of viruses, full of bacteria, full of candida, and full of beans. Like talk show hearts, we're all full of beans, talk show. Organic. So the whole thing is, as my dad used to say, ass backward, or back assward. It's all upside down. The whole disease thing is made up. The germ theory is made up. It's just all made up. So if you hang out here in 2022, this is interesting to you. Go back and you can go up on BitChute. The link is on the top front page of One Radio Network. And uh, look for this, uh, this little thing here. Takes a long time to get young. This is what we call the shows when it's just you and I talking about these things. And then you can listen to as many as you want or make sense to you and begin to understand how this works. And once you get it, it's so simple that it's really hard to believe that, oh, we're going to always, you know, get a little detox here and there because we're not perfect at it. You know, there's no, you know, we still whatever. We're just all learning. So I'm no, I'm no expert at it. I'm no authority at it. But I'll guarantee you what I've just said is really close to being accurate. Guarantee. 
see how fun it is where um, once we really understand this, and this is where medicine is going, no doubt about it, that the idea of even going to a doctor ever, unless you break your leg, is just, why? What are they going to do? Yeah, I mean, and, and if you, you know, if you got car crash karma and you get all smooshed up, well, God love them, we're, we're just thankful doctors are there, so I don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, and they'll put you back together. Yep, they, they, they will put you back together, and they're the best at it in this country. So be grateful that they're there. So I'm not dissing doctors. I don't think they should be there. But other than this kind of stuff, you know, the people that, you know, will get in titanium knees and hips because they don't, you know, it's great, great stuff. It'll make a little bionic man for a while and it'll keep you going for a long time if that's what you want to do. There's nothing wrong with that. Just be grateful they're there to do that. But most of it's unnecessary. It just depends on what you want to do and what you believe and what you believe the body can do. And I don't think there's any, anything that the body can't heal from. Anything. Four. If the body is, as we know it to be, part of the, the mind-brain phenomena, think about it. It's just a thought. Right? Yeah. That thought of an asteroid hitting you turns into the body. So the body has to be a thought. It looks real. It's got these vibrations and looks real. But if you even talk to the quantum physicists like Rupert Sheldrake and whatever, all these folks, they'll, t- they'll, t- they'll show you and they can, and we're going to get um, Rulin Shu on after the first of the year. She's got a great book on quantum physics and it is definitely not, not solid this body. I know. If it were solid, really solid, uh, it would be permanent. But since we know none of this stuff is permanent, whether it be cancer cells or it's just not, they change as our state of consciousness change. And if you think about it, it's really brilliant the way God set this thing up. Because these roadblocks or these landmines called colds and flus and cancers and whatever, we create them so we can see that they are not real and then we change our state of consciousness and we grow spiritually and that's why we're here. So I would encourage you and me never, ever is painful as it is sometimes 
to not think of colds and flus and stuff and arthritis and as something bad. Oh, got the flu, man. No. Encourage you to look at it as a blessing. Say, whoa, this is good. I'm ditching something, which is what it is. So, if this is interesting to you, if this uh, kind of talk resonates with you, if you think I know what I'm talking about, or just crazy, either way, um, look at our material this uh, last two weeks in December as we're taking some time off. We have over 3,000, uh, I think 3,500 audio shows on the front page of One Radio Network. Our BitChute um, um, videos are up there on BitChute. The link is on the top of the front page. Also, uh, we're going to be streaming a lot of old not uh, archive shows of videos throughout the two weeks when I'm taking some time off. And, and then we're going to, we'll, we'll find all kinds of cool stuff uh, to, to stream as well. So we'll kind of keep you busy. So come by. Don't uh, just leave us totally. And all of the, um, the products that we offer will be available for you to purchase if you like like this one from Sir Thrival. Before I start my work day, I like to get my workout in. It makes me much more effective throughout the rest of the day. Now, one of my favorite supplements to use in conjunction with my training is Sir Thrival's Elk Antler. These are sustainably and humanely harvested from U.S. free-range animals. Now, what's interesting about elk, deer, moose, all these animals we call the cervids, is they're the only mammals who have an organ that actually falls off and regenerates every year. These elk antlers grow out in just a matter of a couple of months. In order to grow like that, they need growth factors, steroidal compounds that cause that rapid growth. Those can actually be harvested, freeze-dried, and put into solution that you can actually utilize in your own body. Now there's been a back and forth history with this being banned for doping in professional athletics. Currently, it is legal, except that it is really rich in IGF-1, which is a banned substance. Now, of course, this is a natural substance. This is not a steroid. But when you look at natural substances, you won't find anything more powerful than elk antler for recovery, for lean muscle growth and maintenance, for metabolic enhancement, and for recovery after injuries and surgery. This is incredible stuff. If you're looking for a natural supplement that boosts your metabolism, helps you grow lean body mass, burns fat, increases libido and energy levels, and helps your body regenerate from your workouts or from injuries or surgeries, take a look at Sir Thrival's Elk Antler. This is just one of Daniel's products, the Elk Velvet Antler. It uh, is a nice pair that I take pretty much every day of my life for, you know, for what it's worth. I do good with it. Um, pine pollen. Colostrum. I'm getting my colostrum today, but I've been out the last few days and had to do my smoothie without it. Boy, if you, if you like smoothies, as, as your host does here, get some organic fruit. Colostrum. We like oat milk. You can get organic oat milk at the hippie food store these days. And 
had some of Shen Blossom's protein product, this protein product, and you can put in spirulina, chlorella. I've been doing a lot of cool things, a little bit of maple syrup. What else did we put in there? Oh, banana. I think banana is wonderful. I like to take organic bananas and let them get ripe and then freeze them. And you pop these puppies in there. And that banana taste is real strong. And that that kind of makes all the different things you put in there, you know, like chlorella, spirulina, wheatgrass, which I like to do. It kind of really makes it really yummy with like a banana smoothie. Just depends if you like the banana taste. So, um, good products from Sir Thrival. Bridget was talking about Andrea Seed Oils, and this is just a fine company. I have a picture up here if you're watching video on audio. You can go to One Radio Network, click on the Andrea Seed Oils. And Andreas is a pretty amazing guy. Chairman, he won a gold medal, I think, in the... Germany in gymnastics and back in the day you know how the Germans were they wanted you to win and boy they would they'd shoot him up with steroids and hormones and God knows what so he could win and he he finally just his body just fell apart he was in the hospital and he never thought he was going to get out of there through the grace, grace of God a neighbor started pressing fresh pressed with his little press flax seeds the flax oil and start bringing it to Andreas in the hospital. Now in general flax has got probably more omega-3s than, than what we want ongoing. However, um, according to Adam and Ray Pete, however, in this case it got him out of the hospital and I, I don't know how it worked. I guess he needed the omega-3s. So, um, but Bridget said she loves it on her skin. So he really got the message and the, he created some presses that press oil with an extraordinary less amount of friction and heat than oil is all oils are produced. This idea of cold-pressed oil that you see on the label has just been made up, and it's just been terrible what they've done. They've just created some kind of thing uh, that never just doesn't exist. Cold-pressed oil. No, it just, it's all made up. But this is. So these oils, they're black cumin seed oil, which is extraordinary. Coriander, five-seed, pumpkin seed oil, um, black sesame. I just ordered the black sesame. It's more pumpkin, hemp seed oil. Um, let's see what other ones you've got. Sunflower seed oil, flax, hemp. And then he's got this guy. This is pretty amazing. This is called milk thistle seed oil. He's also got kava kava, if you want to relax a little bit. You know how small milk thistles or seeds are? 
Amazing. So these are these are quite potent, quite powerful, and um, we invite you to try them. Buy some for you for the holidays. Front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. Andreas Seed Oils. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Yeah, baby, it is um, 2.30 here Central Time, December 20. We had Dr. Massey on this morning, and Ray Pete will be streaming these two great shows for you. Um, You know, probably they're in a whole, uh, they'll be in a mix of, we're probably going to have about 20 different archive shows or more on the front page here and we have some great great videos underneath the front page so I'll give you some fun things to do if you want to come by and visit us when we're on vacay we're taking a couple weeks off between now and the 4th of um, January 3rd 3rd of January have you guys watched the uh, Fall of the Cabal. It's a, it's called the Paul is Dead film. It's a whole video. It's on our front page. It's just hilarious. I mean, it's really interesting. The whole idea, and you watch it, and this guy is very good, and he makes a quite compelling case. Now, I know this sounds crazy, but hey, I'm crazy, that Paul McCartney is just kind of left and they have a Paul McCartney double who is Paul now. I don't know what his name is. But you can't believe all the evidence. So evidently, um, according to this fellow, I don't know if it's true, but it's fun, uh, that uh, these people who get really rich, really famous, um, you know, the, the story was about Elvis. You know, I don't know if it happened. Michael Jackson, you know, other people that they just, um, they they figure out a way how to disappear and actually have a life uh, and everybody believes they're still living. But it's not them. So that's kind of fun. Uh, we got, uh, we got some cool things uh, we, we like to put uh, some stuff there by JP. So, you know, whatever. We'll be running some um, other Flat Earth videos too, which we, we really enjoy talking about. People are getting pretty feisty on the whole flat earth thing on our comments on our shows they get, they argue with each other but uh, that's okay I mean d- discuss it and uh, see what see what you you think
We think it's important, not because the actual, I don't know why, I think it's important because, in my opinion, that whenever we believe a lie of any kind, and I know it's a lie, that we're spinning around the sun in some circular thing and no evidence. And it's, it's a new idea. I mean, it's only three or 400 years old. From the beginning of time, people, biblical times, Sanskrit, Bible talks around about the firmament and a firm earth. All the, lots of different places. I think there's about 25 references to a firm earth. So this is not something new that some conspiracy people come up with. So I think that when we believe um, a lie that the, the globalist, Freemason, Jesuit crazies about 400 years ago, and when we believe it to be true, that deep down as soul, that um, it's very detrimental to our well-being. How could that be? Well, it can be because as spiritual beings, we are already omnipresent everywhere, omniscient, we know everything, uh, omnipotent, we're all-powerful. This is our birthright. This is who we are. And as the allegory goes, God kicked us down into the lower worlds to, which is the whole thing about the Garden of Eden, the apple and all that, is to learn to help one another, to learn how to be humble, help one another, and not worry about ourselves. And this way, more souls can wake up and smell the coffee. So the story goes that God kicked us down here into the lower worlds billions of years ago or whatever, and here we are. It was kind of a cool story when you think about it. Hmm? So, If you'd like to join the show, 888-663-6386, email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Hmm. Oh, this person, uh, Steve, wants to know about your smoothie. And I think we just went through all that. See, I was ahead of the game. Colostrum, bananas. Yeah, I just, I think the most important thing is, is you can you can write it down if, if, if you want, but just make it so it really tastes good, right? That's the most important thing. And then you'll, you know, you can do as much as you want, really. I mean, you could live on these things. Pretty much. You do that in a bunch of vegetables and 
probably lived 120, 30. Uh, what do you use to do? I do a, a Nutribullet. Um, it's it's a great little gadget that David Wolf was involved in. Um, I believe he actually helped to design it. I know he sold it on um, the Home Shopping Network for a long time, and I don't know if he still does, but it's it's really cool. It's a great little gadget, and man, you just fill it up to a certain height, and I like oat milk, but you can use almond milk or whatever what you want, even water, and uh, get it to the consistency you want. Pretty fun. Yep. So that's what Steve wants to know about. Listen to you all the time. What's I'll be doing? From England. What's the name of the music you used to play before the show? In the introduction. Interesting. Boy, I haven't even played that music forever. We can't play it on SoundCloud because when we do in our audio, we get flagged for copyright and all that stuff. But it um, it um, is from the movie. It's from the movie True Romance. I could play a little bit and then I can edit it out of SoundCloud when we post SoundCloud. I can do that. Let me write down the time so I can find it. I don't know if this is going to help, but I can find it. Anyway, it's from the motion picture um, True Romance. Quentin Tarantino movie and the, the, the this actual cut is called You're So Cool. Let's see if I can play a little bit of it. We used that uh, that theme song for many, many years, and after a while we had to stop because even though we had a licensed ASCAP and all that, the the audio podcast people got all got their hair on fire, and um, threatened it. I don't know; it was just a mess, so we, we couldn't use it anymore. But it's a great movie. It's a uh, has its moments, can get a little violent, but um, it's called True Romance.
I listened to your shows as far back as your first Hodgenus Vonderplanets interview. Wow, that's a long time. My goodness. On a side note, I've written extensively since 2010 on the fallacy of the germ theory and virus on my health forum. I formerly worked in the largest integrative medical clinic within the Northern Hemisphere. A little puzzled on the Flat Earth guest series that said, always open-minded, would be interested to have a guest who has alternative opinion as in a spherical believing guest. Features a man in space brushing his teeth, probably. Well, actually, every shot proven of a person in space, everyone, is proven to be CGI. And we actually have a a video that we can play during this um, during this uh, vacation. It's all CGI, every bit of it. You can. There's so many instances um, to this emailer where you can see bubbles. There's no bubbles in space. These people are in. Uh, sometimes, oftentimes, they're in water, so they can float around. Um, all kinds of mistakes with the computer-generated thing and the green screen. Um, there's no people in space. You don't do it. There's no gravity. It's all been fabricated. Um, if you can imagine. Watch the movie, um, what's the one with Sandra Bullock? In Space. Really good movie. It's a hundred million dollars. Ah, the name is escaping me. You probably could just, you could, you can just duck, duck, go, Sandra Bullock, space film, let me do it. So I'll give it to you. I'll do Sandra Sandra Bullock space space movie Gravity. Gravity. And interesting, the movie's name is Gravity. And our opinion and all the research shows that gravity doesn't exist. That's been made up. According to uh, the heliocentric um, um, adverse people, also known as flat earthers, that gravity was a Freemason Copernicus, Einstein, where they paid him a bunch of money to argue that gravity exists, but doesn't. Um, there's no space. You don't float around up there. Just all of the, uh, um, you can see so many videos of this alleged space station, which I don't even know if there's one up there. If there is, it's on a balloon, and they float around theoretically and you can see so many of the videos, you can see the harnesses. There's actually one video where the guy flies back and he's on a harness like they do in the movies and then they use the green screen to take out the, the wires like they do Superman, Batman, and the rest of it. That's how they make them fly. So 
uh, Gravity was a $100 million budget, and it's really, I mean, great movie. I mean, even though it's just made up, but uh, you really believe that Sandra Bullock is, is up there. Um, so you can imagine with uh, NASA, $30 billion a year budget from our taxpayers with just making all this stuff up. So, you know, um, I don't, for me, I don't see any really value in bringing some heliocentric model person on because they've got no real argument. Um, you know, they'll come up with all these gravitation things and all these things, but I don't really even care to hear about it. If you do, all you got to do is go on YouTube and uh, put Flat Earth in there and they'll throw you hundreds and hundreds of videos to prove that the Earth is round. Watch some of those. But to me, it'd be the same thing as bringing people on to argue that the germ theory exists when there's no isolation of the germ. So, since there's no, not one, not one, real photo, real, not computer-aided, computer computer-generated, photo of the Earth surrounded by space from a satellite doesn't exist. Why don't they have any pictures of that? Why? Not one. They're all computer generated. Why is that? Why does YouTube, Google, spend time leading you to debunking Flat Earth? What do they care? YouTube? Google? What do they care? If it was just a handful of crazy people like me, conspiracy theorists, they wouldn't even address it if it's true. Plus, they'd show you a picture, and they don't have one. We put a thing on Facebook the other day, and they show the, the alleged lunar module, the one that supposedly landed on the moon, and they have a picture that's taken from the side of it. I mean, it's a... And people, you know, I put one up, and people say, well, where, who took that picture? And then somebody writes in, well, it's, they said it was from the, not oh, the rover. I'm sorry, the rover coming down to land, you know, the rover, the thing they were supposedly on. And then somebody says, well, the lunar module took the picture. The problem with that is that the lunar module, according to NASA, was 69 miles above the moon. So the, the picture would be like this, not like this. Folks, they're not even good at it. I know it's a hard one for a lot to get into because you've just spent your whole life believing that we're spinning around in a ball and because you've seen the globe in every class you've ever been in, but doesn't make it so. Email it today to say, I'm super happy that you've uh, bridge your shows into the true nature of our earth and David Weiss and all that. 
there is no greater, oh, there's no greater truth than knowing the true nature of the world we live in and that we are the center of God's intelligent and conscious creation. You know, that's a, that's a really cool thing to think about and that's why the, the Freemasons, globalists, Illuminati, Jesuits, way back when, did this, according to those that study this, is because they didn't want people on this plain earth to think that they were the center of this thing, that they were important. Virtually every, you can go back to the Vedas and Sanskrit and uh, uh, one of my uh, um, ancient texts that I read called the Shariat Ki Sugmad, um, that these go back millions. Earth is the place to be. The reason is it's because it's the only place to be. This is what, this is what the whole biblical thing about it, and this is why Earth is here, so you and I can learn that we're, we're soul spiritual beings. This is why we're here. This is physical reality. But you know the, the Freemason dudes, and they they didn't want, they didn't want us to grow up and, and figure out that we're highly evolved spiritual beings, sparks of God. So they created this whole, oh no, you're just spinning around, you know. They created all this. To say that you're just hurtling through space, it's all an accident and you don't have any control over your life and, you know, we'll create a religion and you need us to confess your skin, your sins, and, and we'll connect you up with God and all that. That's why they did it. That's why it's important. They, they, they you know, they, this earth has been always been a place that people have been out here trying to convince us that we weren't aren't spiritual beings and had the power to to heal and everything. But that's why God created it like this so we could figure out that we are. Otherwise we would never we would never do it. I listen you say a lot or used to used to oh that you've had so many revolutions around the sun and I thought that you had already decided to stick with that idea of actually being living on a globe that circles the sun but that is just an idea also right maybe true maybe false maybe it's all an illusion by the way I also love your show thanks Alexandria yeah, I mean, of course, and you know, when we find things that um, are no longer relevant to us and to our truth meter, then you change. Yeah, you just let it go. Yeah, an idea that we hang on to just because we've had it for a long time is not a good idea. Oh, I like that. An idea that we, 
that we are hanging on to just because we've had the idea a long time is not a good idea. That's a great title for the show. just isn't. But you see, these ideas are just the ego, right? The mind, who Patrick thinks he is sometimes. Talk show host, and the body of the mind. So, so we will defend these, these ideas until the cows come home, which is what's going on on planet Earth now, where Republicans are fighting with Democrats and they want you to fight with black people, the white people, and men and women, and gays and straights, and right, capitalists and socialists. And these are just ideas that the boys, the Illuminati, are doing everything they can, the vax, the unvax, right? The germ theory, the non-germ theory, they're doing everything they can to encourage us to fight with one another, and that just keeps us busy while they just steal all the money and try to kill us. So, if we don't let go of these ideas, they got us. I thought that you would never question the space and globe narrative. Amanda Vollmer's telegram, yeah, she's a, she's a flat earther. I don't love her. I've always tried to be skeptical of everything having to do with this COVID thing. First, I refused to get any more flu shots after seeing they added I don't see, I don't know that word. N-I-N-L? Then there were no flu deaths just COVID, everyone died from COVID. I did research to see how many deaths in the USA every year for different illnesses, including suicide drugs. Yeah, they just they, they just cooked all the numbers. Then Fauci says there was no flu because everybody was wearing masks. I've not gotten any of the vaccines. I will not. I am 80. Wow. Good for you. I refuse to play the game. I will trust the Lord when he says it's time then I, and then it's time. That's right. Big G will just say, what do you say? You want to come up here and join me for a while and hang out? Then you go. You touch on the subject of the diversion of loved ones during this whole vaccine fiasco. It's been on my mind lately, having recently moved from California to Idaho to get away from it all. I naively never anticipated that the people would not be gung-ho for me 
to come back and visit California or vice versa over the vaccine issue. Yeah, you know, this is just a tough one and people are going to deal with it this year just like they did last year and I just don't think there's a really good way to deal with it except just loving your, just loving, just loving, just loving your your family and friends and let them do what they're going to do. And I just wouldn't even go there just go visit mom, grandma, and brothers and sisters. And if the subject comes up, you know, just smile. And I wouldn't even bring it up. It's not worth it. It's just not going to help. In my opinion, just don't do it. I mean, I we have a families and friends um, Facebook thing that I go to and all my brothers and sisters and cousins and they're all there and I don't I don't bring any of this stuff up there because most of them is have had the vax. So um, I don't want them to feel badly. I don't want them to fight with me. It's not my job. Does that make sense? I would just let it go. It's not going to help anybody to to tangle up with your mom, dad, brothers, sisters. It's just not gonna. It's just not gonna. It's just gonna make it worse. <laughs> oh God, some of the headlines. Some of these are so crazy, I won't even repeat them. South African officials advise to end to contact tracing, quarantining, because most don't experience any symptoms. Yeah, these people down in Africa, South Africa, they are just getting clobbered. These uh, globalists, in my opinion, they want to kill them even more than they want to kill us for obvious reasons. Um... It's terrible. I mean, there's countries that they don't even, if Bill Gates went down there, they would arrest him. Here's another great email, or or, uh, uh, headline, Europe certifies crickets, worms, and grasshoppers as edible food amid soaring food prices. Yeah, you know, they're going to do anything to show you why the prices are going up other than the fact that the Fed is creating billions of trillions of dollars and the government is borrowing it from them, which makes prices go up because there's more there's more dollars chasing the same amount of goods. But they will convince you or try to that, you know, food prices are going up because, well, we don't know. But if you just eat crickets and and um, worms and what else? Grasshoppers <laughs> are soylent green that's grown on one of Bill Gates' 10,000 acres that he owns or 50,000, whatever. You know, folks, you just can't make this stuff up. 
you think they're going to get old Gislaine Maxwell in, in the pokey? I don't know. I've seen some headlines. I'd be surprised if uh, she goes to jail. Here's one for you. This is good. Dr. Anthony Fauci said San Sunday yesterday that masks should still be worn by those who are vaccinated against COVID-19 as they serve as an important tool in preventing the spread of the virus and complement the shots. Could you imagine that this fellow is still, excuse me, the head of the NIH, they still, they still put him on all the news channels as a authority, and he's just not right. He goes on. He was asked if vaccinated individuals should be comfortable doing so, to which he replied, let's see, doing what? Oh, traveling. No, I do not. If you are vaccinated and boosted and are prudent when you travel when you are in the airport to be wearing a mask all the time, you have to be wearing a mask on a plane and all the time. Do not do things. This is Fauci again. Do not do things like go to gatherings where there are people who you do not know what their vaccination status is. I mean, has anybody, come on, has anybody except Tucker Carlson asked the question what these vaccinated Vaccinations work. What do you care if somebody's not vaccinated? All the vaccinated people, it's just so bizarre, the lies and the, uh, you, you know, it's, isn't it hilarious? I think it's fascinating. I'm just excited about it because this stuff is not, it's just, it's, it's going to explode. It's going to implode on them. He goes on, if you do that and some people are even going the extra step or the extra mile or maybe even getting tested when you have people coming over to the house, the tests are absolutely fraudulent. How many, how many videos on other than YouTube or Vimeo have to be out there to prove? How this guy has remained in there all this time, I have no, well, I do know. These lunar, lunar boonies, these lunar tuners, they control it all. Every video outlet, virtually everyone, except ours and a handful of others, TV, radio, newspapers, magazines. I mean, is it Elon Musk is the man of the year for time or Zuckerberg? Elon Musk is out, he's saying he, he's paying, he's paying 11 billion in taxes this year? Do you think that's true? After heavy criticism from lawmakers including including Senator Karen 
Oh, Karen. They call her Karen, Elizabeth Warren. She's a Karen. Elon Musk was out last night on Twitter touting that he would be paying more than $11 billion in taxes this year. Is that possible? No. Come on. Really? So this is kind of an interesting story. A couple more things before we go. You know that OSHA vaccine mandate that uh, uh, this person in the White House calling himself the president, which he's not. Joe Biden has done a mandate, which is not law, just made up, mandating companies with over 100 employees to get their um, people, make their people get the vax, right? Well, the Sixth Circuit Federal Court of Appeals has weighed in on the crucial mandates from OSHA that all employees with more than 100 employees must institute extreme COVID controls while providing liberalization on the condition of vaccination. So this is going to the Supreme Court. The decision has been appealed to the Supreme Court, which will likely make the final judgment as this case grinds through the court system so this is going to happen pretty quickly. They're asking to uh, put aside this vaccine mandate for 100 employees or more and have the Supreme Court rule. And it's just no telling what they're going to do if they follow the Constitution. Actually, all they'd have to do is read the Fourth Amendment and they'd have to say he can't do it. But they're, they're pretty swampy up there because of some other things that they've done. So Barrett and... Uh, and uh, John Roberts, or I think they're swamp rats, but hope not. So we'll see. But just know, ladies and gentlemen, my brothers and sisters, just know. That if some political appointees, I don't care, conservative, liberal, whatever, in some black robe calling themselves a Supreme Court justice does not follow the Constitution and say you've got to get it doesn't mean you have to. It's going to be your choice. So don't go by that. Because if they're compromised, if somebody's threatening their life, if somebody's giving them a billion dollars to say that who knows? I'm not saying that's going on, but it could be. So you can't go by that. And then then you got to duke it out with your your company and just you know do the religious mandate thing and see if that works. And if it doesn't, well, then you just got to leave and go somewhere else. Look upon it as God's way of saying, leave your job. <laughs> More European countries move, impose travel curbs as regulations. Regulators greenlight Novax jab. What is that one? Is that a new one? Don't you find it fascinating that this thing, these people, the media, uh, all these folks, that they're going to run with this thing until the, the moo cows come home. They're not letting go. 
in Europe, Australia, Canada, as you know, it's worse. It's worse than here. We're we're doing good compared to these people. It's Looney Tunes over there. Thank God we're in America. And in places like Texas, where I am, and in Florida, they're not having any of it. They're just telling Joe to leave us alone. This fellow, uh, Manchin, he's a Democrat, and he's one of the few people that are, that are just not going along with this was it the Build Back Better, the $2 trillion, And they need him, and he's not doing it. So he's cool. Can you imagine some bill called Build Back Better? And what they do is they create $2 trillion in treasury bonds, send them over to the New York Fed. The Fed creates $2 trillion, gives it to the treasury, the Treasury then initiates some things in this bill, and it's crazy stuff. You'll never see any of it. You'll never know any of it. It's just all stolen. It just goes into the pockets of these people. You know that. And then that's why prices rise, because you've just created $2 trillion more to go out into the marketplace and go. Okay, I'm going to end with this one. This is really cool. I I, I wrote a thing on Faceplant, um, and it's worth considering and why you might want to just get some gold and silver. The short story is this. Let's see, how do I run this one? Um, you know, we study the monetary system. My my good friend Andrew Goss, who had the nerve to leave us three years ago next month with a sudden brain aneurysm thing. After 25 years, he really taught me how this thing all works. So I've been very blessed to, you know, to know this stuff. Because of Andrew, I'm not that smart. I just you do a show with him for two hours every week for twenty years, and you kind of get it. And um, this is really important to know. Putin and Xi, XI, Putin and Xi, the two dudes that run China and Russia. They had a little Zoom meeting last week. And they got together and they've been working on their own payment system for two years. Two years. The Dollar Boys, Andrew taught us, they have a system called SWIFT. S-W-I-F-T. I choose to know exactly what it stands for, but you can look it up. And the dollar boys and girls want to be politically correct. They have a system that 11,000 plus banks and financial 
organizations use to send money back and forth. It's called SWIFT. Right? So if you don't have the SWIFT system, you don't do any, you're just dead. Your old bank just sits there. The boys that who run the dollar, they put this in long ago because they were thinking. Well, Putin and Xi, they, you know, they're, they're pretty sharp. And they have seen this for a long time. So about two years ago, they got together and started working on their own payment system. And uh, I can pull it up on Faceplant and give you some more particulars, but it doesn't matter. So they, they had their own payment system working. And um, they've been working on it for a long time, two years. So they got together a week ago, and they did a little Zoom call, and they didn't talk about the weather. They, they talked about, uh, you know, it's really time to get this baby going because the people running the dollar are crazy and uh, they have too much power and, and all the rest of it. So what they're going to do is they are going to install this system sometime in 2022. Let me see, my camera's running out. Hold on a second. Let me change it out. Let me put this up there so you can, if you want to buy some gold and silver, hold on. Let me grab my earphone. So anyway, so um, so this is going to happen in 2022. We don't know when. So they've got China, they got Russia, Iran, India, they're going to get out of the dollar. And this is a big deal. Now, the reason it's a big deal, so just follow the bouncing ball here. I don't want to get too geeky with you. The reason it's a big deal, the only, the only viable way that politicians of both parties can create these socialist Bills, Build Back Better, Green New Deal, whatever. And then borrow the dollars. The only way they can get away with it without creating massive amounts of inflation because, you know, the Fed creates the dollars, right? Is because these dollars are everywhere. They get spread out all over the world because of this world reserve currency called the dollar. Does that, you following me? But China and Russia, they know this. They're long-term thinkers. They know this. And they've been wanting to get a new deal for themselves so they are not dependent on the dollar. And they don't want the dollar people, you know, who start the wars and do all this stuff and to be able to build up their military with these fiat currencies. They, they're, they're tired of this. So they're going to be using ruble, yuan, uh, whatever the thing is in, in India, and Iran, and trade with each other and get out of the dollar. And when they do that, when they do that, 
You think inflation is big now? These dollars all got to come back home because the Federal Reserve owns them or made them. They'll come back here because people will trade their dollars for rubles or yuan or what is it in India? Whatever it is. Does that make sense? So then this is going to happen next year. And if you think that prices are going up now, it's going to be monstrous. So I'm just kind of throwing this out there. You can see it coming. You know, remember, Putin, uh, China are long-term thinkers. Biden doesn't even remember, remember what he had for breakfast, for God's sake. Then the people controlling this, they're just, they want this country to be a third world country. And one of the ways they'll do it is to destroy the dollar, prices go up, people can't afford to buy anything, and the whole thing just falls apart. And you allow anybody in over the border, which they're doing, except in Texas, where we're building our own wall. So you see, it all fits into place. People know exactly what they're doing. So you want to really understand this, if you can, and I'm going to help you next year. So you can figure out what to do, because you don't want to be in dollars for a long time. You just don't. So, Check out my friend, I put this up there while I was putting the new battery in the camera. Uh, check out my friend uh, Fred, 800-878-2646. You can get gold and silver uh, there. And this is gonna be, I think, the only safest thing in the world. You know, Bitcoin is an option, but we, you know, there's some real, there's some real uh, Achilles heel with Bitcoin. We don't know who's in it, we don't know who started it. We don't know how much the boys are controlling it. Uh, uh, overall, we think it's pretty safe. It's going to be safe, but uh, there's nothing as secure as gold and silver because you just can't mess with it. Gold and silver that's in your possession, there's no third party. Does that make sense? There's nobody in there to say, what about this? What about that? So check out Fred. Give him a call during the holidays. He's going to be around. 800-878-2646. You can get some numismatic coins in these plastic cases. And, you know, nothing certain. I don't do medical uh, investment advice, but it's safer than Bitcoin. Now, you may, you may make more money on the way up with Bitcoin, but you don't know what's going to happen with these this thing. I mean, because again, we don't know uh, who's involved in it. There's a lot of unknowns with Bitcoin, but uh, and then they're going to move to this. Um, you know, let me see what the Bitcoin price is. You, they're going to move to this uh, Fed coin, and it's going to all be tied in with the vaccine passports, right? And they're going to want to give you a universal basic income. And they're going to want to just give you money in exchange for getting a vaccine. And um, we're, we're going to need to have some alternative things. Crypto will probably be one of them. 
certainly gold and silver, and even paper dollars under your mattress rather than in a bank. So there's some real challenges ahead financially in this whole Great Reset. We're going to try to do everything we can to understand how it works, to keep our, uh, you know, I understand this because of my um, my um, training with Andrew Goss, as I said. Otherwise, I wouldn't, I'd be just in the dark. Um, so I, I give my love to Andrew and talk to him every day and say, thanks, Andrew. You get me crying here. And um, no way could I have written uh, the screenplay called The Real World of Money without my um, association with Andrew. So, you know, there you have it. Uh, kind of a some things to kind of noodle around. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about the way the money works, we have, um, I don't know, 10 years of shows? Was it 2008 to two, 2000? Two thousand eighteen, yeah, ten years of shows. Audio, front page, one radio network. Just put in Andrew Goss, you'll see. You know, put them on CDs, play them in your car, get an ed- education so you understand this as well as I do. And then all this stuff will start to make more sense and um, you'll you'll have a better understanding how to protect yourself. Now, if you don't want to do all that, and I understand it, just take my advice and talk to Fred, and you'll be good. You don't, you know, you know what I'm saying. Uh, you can do that. Just talk to Fred. Triple eight eight seven eight two six four six. The best person in the world to get you some hard hard currency, and you don't have to study it all. Just Buy as much as you can and hold on to it. And, and you know, again, I don't do investment advice. I'm not <clears throat> allowed to, but you're going to do fine, I think. Okay? All right. So, I'm going to go now. My stomach is making noises and my throat is really dry. I love you all very much. Thanks for your, your wonderful support over 2021. It's been just a, a great ride with you. We've gone a long, come a long way, you and I. And uh, have fun over the holidays. Remember, just uh, love Uncle Harry, Mom and Dad, brothers and sisters. Don't get into it over this fax thing and COVID and germs and don't do it. None of it. Just have fun. Have some good food. Love them. Kiss them. Hug them. You'll be fine. And... Um, we're going to run a lot of interesting videos on our front page. Look for them. We'll probably have 20 or 25 different archive shows, videos that we'll be streaming, and then we'll find some really fun stuff uh, that aren't, aren't our product, but other people that will uh, will play as well. And uh, we'll have some Cowan stuff, people that we love. And we'll see you in live again on the 3rd or 4th of January. I think it's third of January with Adam Bergstrom, and um, thank you. I love you all very much. Uh, have fun. 
stay out of trouble, stay under the radar now, because, but remember that you are protected. God loves you, Spirit loves you, and I love you. Got me crying again. See you. Take care. May the blessings be. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.